Starburst Radio is sponsored by Arrow Films. Check out the latest releases on arrow.co.uk. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes. And villains. And aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. The event horizon of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fam Radio International. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and Mr. Martin Unsworth. Hello. We are the editors of Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment, and this is our weekly show, our magazine show, where we go through everything that happens in the world of Starburst Magazine. And there's been a lot going on this week, and it's been really quite something. I'll just explain that we may not be... As as uh, animated this week, effervescent. Yeah, it's absolutely roasting in this studio. It's yeah. it's it's just one of them days that you get once a year. That we've had it a few times where it's, no, it's always hot in here. It's not this hot though. This last night, last hot. night it was it was Betty Swallocks. Yeah, he, Phil came up when you were doing the show in the, in between. He was he looked like he'd been swimming. Yeah, he just got out of the swimming pool. Yeah, yeah terrible but what can you do we don't expect you to get the violins out or anything like that so uh, yes so welcome to starburst radio in nycam <laughs> remember that bloody hell we we're just discussing nycam upstairs so oh, God, about it. It. it was remember really taking us back NICAM Digital Stereo comes to BBC Television this autumn. From August the 31st, over 70% of the country will be able to enjoy BBC programmes made in stereo by using a NICAM television or video cassette recorder. To find out if your area is covered by this new service, you can consult your local dealer or ring the BBC Engineering Information Service during office hours on 081 752 5040. NICAM Digital Stereo, an even better way to enjoy BBC television this autumn. Yeah, some of you might be too young to remember, but uh, every advert that was on TV was, was uh, what's it, a, a Philips such and such 28-inch screen. Yeah, massive 28-inch television. Huge 28-inch. In NICAM Stereo. Yeah, and it was all NICAM, and I thought, wow. 
and it was you thought oh that's really good quality but it was actually a form of uh, audio compression so yeah it was pre yeah. pre mp3 yeah so there you go and that's easy for you to say <laughs> bloody hell so lots to do if you want to take part in tonight's show as always we would think that was absolutely superb yeah so we would like you to email studio at fab radio international dot com dot com and on twitter we've twitter, got starburst underscore mag yes and, and luke spafford has mm. already already tweeted in has he, he's not he can't listen live but he will listen on the podcast That's which good. which we want people to do anyway mm-hmm. uh and he's reiterating a question he asked last week that we didn't get round to oh okay uh, which we maybe do later on uh, okay. Donnie Darko original or director's cut oh god that's not even a question but we'll deal with yeah, it yeah we can do that later on uh, email in if you've got an opinion on that one do remember do remember though Martin don't let us forget because we get carried away don't we yeah so we've got a few things to do and the it's post deadline so you've still got a chance to pick up issue 425 of Starburst magazine before issue 426 goes on sale next week or you can get the digital edition and 425 pretty pretty good if you're into your uh, alien invasion yes yeah it's got a bit of all sorts in that what's going on in that and 426 well that's a very special issue it's just been sent off to print and it's got a very very nice foil effect finished cover i'd like i had to say foil effect because last week people thought was it the week before they were going on about well how can it have metal on the cover yeah and i'm like good lord what's happening you know anyway that's that's that i just want to start by saying thank you everybody for all these votes on twitter now i'm going to try and get this up as quick as i can and that doesn't need a picture um (laughs) I'm going to try and get this podcast out as quick as I can. We've, you've got until ju- just after the 10th, I think, into the 11th. I think it's, it's the 10th. Yeah, I think. and all your tw- all your tweets, that if you go onto the um, Facebook page for Starburst Magazine, you get the link there, and you can vote for us in the UK Podcast Awards. We're through to the final 10. The actual event is a week on Saturday, and it's, it's a black tie, big posh do and I'm going to be there with a few people. Hopefully, fingers crossed, that we've got some sort of chance. But if we have got any chance, it's because of you guys, because it's been amazing. Twitter yep. has just been going. It's had a Twitter... It's been Twitter-tastic. Yes, Mr. Mr. Spafford Esquire has uh, voted for us, as he's reminded us. So uh, you can in, vote in the, every day, the, Luke. In every the, day. In the award thingy. I like that. I like that as well. Well, it's still point getting too technical about these things. Yeah, yeah. They, but Everything's a thingy. It just be. remember, Luke, a thingy a day is always good. Yeah. Because you can vote it, every day. It's always nice to have a thingy a day. I'm sure he's aware of that. He is. He, he, he certainly is. So, I'm just, look, I'm just got an update for you. I've got two updates for you. And one of them is over you know what you know the guy who i helped out at the christmas do and who was oh keith yeah. lemon that wasn't keith lemon shauna found him while i was away at the wedding so i'm in russia and i'm i just saw on facebook this guy come up on my facebook page and his name's dean taylor and he's oh. a prof- he's a celebrity lookalike entertainer so he basically looks at dresses everybody else and can we get whatever. him for our christmas too yeah 
and then yeah, you could it. just you could just stand at the toilet yeah, and zip, it, zip him up no, every I'm time. I'm not getting him the Christmas do. I always thought that'd be amusing, and then I remembered. So no, yeah, because yeah. that I mean, I'll have it all happen as people will be doing that all night and going, "Oh, aren't you going to do his zipper up all yeah, night?" Because yeah. people will. Uh, do you know what? what After you've had a few uh, Canadian clubs, you would do. I think he should do mine. He's, I think he'd probably do a more, he, bit he more owes, than that. He owes it, me one. It, it'd sort you out. Seriously, though, I looked at all the pictures of him, and I don't get why you, you think he looks nothing like Keith Lemon. No, oh, that one right. you showed us looked nothing like him. Real? What? Have you seen it on the Facebook? No. I haven't seen the Facebook one right. yet, though. He looks enough like him that you'd go, oh, that's Keith Lemon. But everybody else that he dresses up as, he's, he's an Ozzy Osbourne one. Oh. He looks nothing like him. He looks, I probably look more like Ozzy Osbourne than he does. He looks nothing like anybody else other than Keith Lemon. He just doesn't. I'm just saying. So Keith Lemon go. doesn't even look like Keith Lemon because he's not well, really called Keith Lemon. Look, you know what I mean. I mean, the he, he, you know, he, I just don't think he's very good at anything else other than the Keith Lemon one because I'm looking at him and going, you look nothing like Did you do the voice? Um, he did do the voice, yeah. He was good. Do, a, do an impression. Of who? Keith Lemon. I can't do a impression Keith of Lemon. him doing Keith Lemon. I can't. How can I? I tell. I can't do Keith Lemon. Bang tidy. Come on, that, that. That's rubbish. That. I know. That I, did, I didn't like claim. It. I didn't claim that I was. A, I, didn't, like I didn't say I was an impressionist. No, we did. This is the thing. The reason why I thought he was real because I can't get my head round somebody making a living pretending to be him. Yeah, like, of like all your, people. Don't get me wrong. Your Jason Statham look-alike, mate. You know, um, <laughs> he. Uh, I get that because that's funny and he'll turn up and Jason Statham's famous and if you double t- did a double take, you might be fooled and that's cool enough. But yeah, Keith Lemon, man, alive. You, but you, know. you see, it's this thing where now everybody's... They've probably got people who do impressions of Geordie Shaw type people or, yeah, or and they need, people. they need to sit down and assess a proper assessment, pad and paper, old yeah. school. They and, need and to just write say, to who is columns. actually famous. Well, who yeah. isn't? Yeah, well, if their mindset is that they want to see a celebrity look like someone from Geordie Shore, then I think they should just sit down, pad and paper, and, and write at the very top, things that are wrong with my life. Yeah. yeah. And just be genuine. Open up, because believe me, you've, there's going to be a lot wrong with you if you think like that. I mean, there's a lot wrong with you if you watch it, to start. This is true. You know, I don't mind, like, Jersey Shore... No. I got no, I got that because it is, but it's a bit detached. It's like watching cheaters say, "I love cheaters." By the way, if anybody watches cheaters, I can, I love that, and I know it's wrong. Is that about animals? So you know exactly what it's about, don't you? You not know about cheaters? I don't watch it. No, cheaters. It's a Barry Goldstein production, um, and it's on the Lifestyle Channel every now and again. It pops up on a few of them, and it's about it's obviously not my lifestyle. No, well, you won't not when you tell you what it's about. Everybody. If you think that your missus or your husband or your partner, whoever, is is cheating on you, yeah, you phone cheaters, right? And then if you get through this screening process, so you're on the problem, it basically you've got a juicy little case. Uh. They they basically um, then Clark Gable's grandson, also called Clark Gable. I'm not making that up. Uh, Check it online. It's, it's a fact. Cashing in, isn't it? Yeah, he's didn't fucking name himself did he he's, hey he's, money he's in the his, box sorry no he didn't though he, he, he's you know i didn't ask to have my dad's name did he it's just this thing that yeah, but your dad do. wasn't a massive big famous celebrity 
Hollywood star, was he? So no, he was. He's a he's a, he's a very very well known rich guy from a very posh family. Oh, they, well. And they kept passing it down, and that was it. His granddad, did, my that'd be my granddad, yeah, mm. passed it down to him, and then all all the rest of it. And then only for superstition, um, I passed it on to my eldest. You see, and then and then is uh, he going to pass it on as well? Or has I, he told you I, no I, way? I, it's, I see. Here's the thing with me: I'm not bothered. So yeah. I'm annoyed at having the Roman numeral on on the birth certificate and on the passport <laughs> and all that, and having the piss taken every time I'm going through customs. Oh, Jordan Michael Royce the third. Oh, wait, and I go, oh my God's sakes! I couldn't be less like that, you know. And it's <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Uh, no, I'm quite happy for that one to die uh, as traditions go. So, but yeah, you, he's Clark Gable will then turn up and Gomez is detective or follow. Is that You're Gomez, cheating. the proper Gomez? Yeah, I don't know. What do out, you mean, the proper Gomez? Out of Adam's family. No, no, he's a Mexican detective. Right. I know he's Mexican. I would watch the Mexican fact. detective. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, well, uh, well, you get to see him in action because the Gomez detective agency he has here, which is a bit unimaginative, if you ask me. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd call it something else. I had a friend who had a de- detective agency. It was called the White Knight Detective Agency, and it was good, and it had the the, the, um, the you know the chess piece. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. it's pretty good. So you go to have the a pawn. detective agency, yeah? No, not a pawn. <laughs> no, the horsey. The horsey the knight, one. obviously, because it's called White. Knight yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, I'm jerking you. But he go, uh, you see, then then Gomez will go. Why are we talking about this on this show? Anyway, it's cult. It's cult. It is. It is not. And then he goes, <laughs> Gomez, will follow your partner out of work and all around and all that. And um, get phone and film them doing naughty things with somebody. Sometimes it's someone who you know, it's a cousin of yours who's be really betraying you, whatever. And sometimes they even put hidden cameras in the in the house if it turns out that they're regularly going back to the house. There've been loads of occasions where the the woman's been taking a, uh, a a guy's best friend back to their actual house and doing it in the bed. And then basically. It goes a little bit Jerry Springer because they, they then meet up with the person and go, ah, hello there, I'm really sorry about this, but we do have some stuff to show you. And Are you ready to watch this? And then obviously the person always goes, yes. And then they go, right, on the first day of investigation, we saw this, 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 and it goes on. And finally, they've seen everything. They're usually in a bit of a state. And then they go, oh, we know where they are right now. And they're with the part, with this person they're cheating with. And then they put them in a van and then Gomez Detective Agency, a load of camera crew, uh, Clark Gable's grandson <laughs> and, and, and you, if you're the person who's, who's asked them, end up driven out to wherever it is and then they go and catch him in the act and then there's a big confrontation. I see the problem I've got with these sort of things is... It's highly funny though. You know very well that even the person who's on the other end of it all would what? have had to have signed a release for it to be shown. It's not always. Some of them blanked out. The faces were uh, digitised. But the old cops do. thing. And some, some actually think, oh, sod it, it's a bit of publicity. But to be honest, that's not the sort of publicity. Yeah, it's like the want, people who go on Jerry Springer in it. You know, you think, oh, yeah, you think yeah, what you the know, hell not, are you I'm thinking? Not, I'm not. Um, I'm not saying it's anything right or wrong in it. I'm just saying that some people do anything for fame. Right. At a particular, you know, I don't. I'm not a big fan of of. Um, 
daytime because people are all no, because you're usually in bed. Stuff. That's it exactly. Because <laughs> I work, I work late. I get my best stuff done late, especially writing. If I can't, I can't. It's hard sometimes. You're getting distracted, and I'll go down. I'll be up really late, and it'll be on at like three in the morning, and then I'll sit and watch it, and I don't have to go. Oh, what story arc are we on? What happened last week? I just have to go. Oh, look, they're they're having it away. Oh, they've caught him. Oh, and he's and this. This is what I've seen jumps out of bed and legs it through the window out out onto the street and then the camera crew are chasing him and his boxes down the uh, streets. Brilliant! Actually, I'd sooner watch a 1970s film with that in. Yeah. The best one, right? And you said, you what? Robin Asquith. Right. No, no, no. Robin Asquith. Actually, if you did a version of this back in the 1970s style... It was called Confessions of... (laughs) Yeah, but you didn't have... Yeah, it's not reality, though. That detachment. This this feels really good, this. Well, no, it's not reality because they were all ugly blokes getting off with nice women. Well, that's no, that's 1970s in general. That's real life. (laughs) It always gave me really sort of good Um, hope. (laughs) But the... Yeah, this one. the, The best one was there was this attractive girl she was really pretty, actually, quite ladylike. Um, and the husband was a, a quite a well-off lawyer. And he goes, oh, I think she's cheating on me. She just keeps disappearing and she'll be gone lots of hours. Her excuses are pretty poor. She keeps taking phone calls where she goes outside and, has, and sits in the car. And, and by the way, that is an obvious one. That If you are cheating on anybody, don't do that. Because <laughs> I, I'd have you in two seconds if you were doing that on me. I'd just go, oh, OK, you're phoning your boyfriend, are you? You know, because there's no reason, is there? You don't get out of your house to answer a mobile phone call. And what? sit in your car, do you? You, you, if you want privacy, because it's a member of your family. By God's sake, I, of course, yeah, I get that. You don't. You want to talk to your mother, your dad, a private one-on-one. Yeah, you know, you go to the next room. Yeah, go in the next room. Yeah, but you, there shouldn't be much in it that you'd be scared of your partner. Really. I don't. I'm not comfortable on the phone, so I always feel uncomfortable. Well, with somebody I always, there. you know me. I always wander in the boardroom when when, yeah. when someone rings and it's summer because you know, number one, I don't, I don't want to. It's usually a load of crap. It's usually someone who, who you know, and I and I don't want. You can imagine that every now and again, it, it it's just going to stress everyone out in the office if I'm just going rah, and I can actually scream quite loud in there well, without yeah, anybody it's, hearing. Well, no, we still hear you. No, you don't. We do. What, when I'm really going mad? If you go for it, yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. It's only when it's them them cold callers. Oh, them. It it gets quite quite uncomfortable when you're on them. Yeah, well, they, 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 I'm sick of it because somebody somewhere, one of these financial institutions, has put passed on my number and I just get phone calls of people going, hi, what do you do with your money? I hate to be that person. I hate to be that person on the other end. Yeah. Because you just give it them. Yeah, Both barrels. Yeah, I do. I do. And usually, if it's actually someone half decent, they don't come off that well because I, do, I ask them what they're doing with their life. You yeah. Know? Anyway, back to finish off that story before we go to our first break. The um, the woman then, they do they chase they, they chase around, follow her around and all that. You won't believe what, what happened, right? Go on. They follow her. She goes to a dark alley, yeah? Oh, that's not good. She walks down this dark alley. And then she starts looking round, yeah. And guy gets out of um, a uh, gets gets out of the um, what do you call them? A skip, you know, skip <laughs> a dumpster. They call them in America. A, a, a skip, we call them here. Yeah, they're they're a dumpster, aren't they? They're, yeah. they're a portable little thing. Yeah, with the, yeah, the yeah. lid on. Yeah. yeah. Um, he basically um, he gets out of there, and then they go around the corner to this little tent in this. So back, she's back meeting alley, somebody yeah. out of a dumpster. Yes. 
he, he is a homeless vagrant guy. He's a dumpster diver, he referred to himself as is his career. Yeah, and right, he's yeah. basically, he looks like Stig of the Dump, which yeah, yeah. is a, a UK thing. If you, he's a, a dirty caveman, you know, <laughs> yeah. smelly, dirty caveman. And, and yeah, he's then um, comes, and it must be humiliating for the lawyer man. Because if this guy was 10 years younger than him with a six-pack and lo- loads yeah. of money and charisma, you'd just go, OK, well, that's yeah, a fair shame. Is, yeah. Yeah. But this is particularly humiliating, this. So loads of things have been going missing at home as well. So it's clear that she's been nicking all this stuff and giving him to the dumpster guy. Yeah. Well, this, and this, then, this being uh, nice to the, the homeless. Well, and then at the end, when the confrontation happens, he, he, go, he goes there, well... It's time. You've had some weird sort of fun here. I don't know what's been going on, but time is you make your decision now because this this can't go on. And she goes, "Okay, all right then." And then go, goes over to her husband and goes, "Well, I'm I'm sorry. I've I've got to leave you. Bye." And got in the tent with the dumpster guy, and that was it. And that's how that one ended. That that got to be set up. It's not set up. It was, and I was sat there, and I remember because I was watching it and. And um, I said to her, have you seen this? And she just went, oh, my God, what's going on? So I say, cheaters, brilliant. And, and uh, it's an acquired taste, and I'm sorry. Cult TV of the week. Yeah, anyway, um, let's, let's, let's go and have a break, yeah? <laughs> um, and, and stop talking a load of rubbish. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor! Missing artifacts. The brick sent him to look into possible theft. Hardly a job for unit. The third Doctor Adventures. Hello, is anyone there? Can you hear me? Over. Is that the Doctor? Hostiles detected. You're looking very smart. The Doctor won't let anything happen to us. Really, he won't. Joe? Can you hear me? What's happening? Joe! Dozens of stone coffins. Notification. A spacecraft is approaching Docking Bay 3. This should only take a few moments. We'll have to compensate for the lack of temporal synchromesh, of course. It's just like driving a car in manual rather than automatic. Doctor, I I don't mean to sound critical, but that's space on the other side of those doors, isn't it? Space. Why? Oh, there's another stone robot! Three moons and an asteroid belt, far too much to ask. Language assimilated. <laughs> what in heaven's name are those things? Those, Mike, are Atto eels. They're huge! Very dangerous. That's what the first one said! I think we should get out of here before it attacks us too! You may enter Docking Bay. According to this, the Earth Empire has arranged a political marriage between the two leaders. Please notify Lady Guerin that our useless and pointless security consultant has arrived. Acknowledged. Excuse me! Woman with reputation in ruins coming through! Yes, this is Captain Yates. Uh, put me through to the Brigadier, would you? The whole future of the Sector of the Galaxy is at stake. <laughs> Organic life forms detected! The Delphons. Let's get going. There's no present like the times, there. Big Finish. Recreating an era. Want the latest news from the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment without journeying to the dark side? Catch the Starburst Radio Show every Wednesday on Fab Radio International at 9pm. Hosted by the editors of Starburst Magazine. I find their lack of decency and common sense disturbing. 
And we're back with a lot more, or a lot less decency and common sense. Yep. So, there we go. People we, would expect nothing less. I, I would think so by now. Oh, oh they've just given up. <laughs> a couple of uh, emails here. Hi, Fab Radio International. We're an unsigned band called Matter of Mind from Stockport, Manchester. We recorded an MP. Uh, we recorded an EP, sorry, an MP. Yeah. They recorded an MP doing what? Yes. Did he have an orange in his mouth? And, and I think we need to... <laughs> Do you remember that one? I do, yeah. Oh, that was a disgrace. What's his name? Stephen Milligan, is it? Yeah, and it's all over newspapers. He's found dead in stockings and suspenders with the tip tossed up with with an orange in his mouth. And then you've got all these little seven-year-old girls going, Mummy, why was he got an orange in his mouth? Yeah, you know what uh, they were embarrassed about, though, that they kept away from the press? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) He he had a United shirt on. Did it? No, <laughs> oh right! No, I I would have believed that. I would have believed that. Um, yeah, he's saying uh, he's saying we thought you might we might send you the EP as you think you might like it and welcome any support. You yeah, can give. send it yeah, through. No problem. You send it in. Um, I tell you what, his name's Jordan Lambert. I tell you what, Jordan, I've got a deal for you. I'll get it in um, every branch of British home stores for you. Yeah. If it, no, if they're good, send it and I'll play it on a Tuesday night. Bloody hell. We've still got some other emails here. Some proper ones. Yeah, we are. Mr. Michael the Cock Caldwell. And and everyone listening should know that 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 is his name. That we love the cock. We we did not. We didn't. (laughs) God, it's bad, that. You know, you're lucky that I've not kept that one. I know. You're lucky because what's happened is, every time you've said that... You spoke over me. Just a little bit. Yeah. And there's not enough and you need clean ones. Um, I I believe so. Yeah. He says, guys, I know with interest, a new Star Trek film has been written by that utter bellend, Simon Pegg. Oh, hang on! You can't start calling him Belland. If you call him Belland, I've got no nothing to call Cameron K McEwen. That's his hashtag. Belland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, want, what, we don't want to get them mixed up. We don't want to. We might. Well, because one of them's actually famous. Yeah, I know. And Camzy might sue me again. Yeah. What's happened with that? What's happened? He's shit his pants. Has it gone a bit quiet? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what's happened with that. Uh, oh, don't. Because gonna have to write that out again. Yeah, no. Chicken, chicken noises. noises. Swine, isn't it? Um, given the choice of seeing that or having my scrotum removed and my raw, ro- oh golly, my, and my raw <laughs> dangling bollocks tortured with polystyrene, how do you do that? Can, can you come and write with a What us? does that mean? That, what, having my scrotum removed and my raw dangling bollocks tortured with polystyrene? <laughs> Wowzers. I think that's uh, a peccadillo that wow, we, we're not used to. Bloody hell, that, that is something out of preacher, that, isn't it? Right. Um, <laughs> I'd choose the torture, probably. <laughs> uh, well, I'll be honest with you, right? I've not said much about it. I've got loads it. of polystyrene at home. Yeah. I'm going to try that later. <laughs> I, have not, I have not said much about this Star Trek film. So I have made my feelings plain earlier on, and if anybody that's listening that hasn't listened for very long and wants to know where what's my stance on, on this is, I don't know, we'll, I'll check in with Martin in a second, we'll see what he thinks, but mm-hmm. I thought first movie was quite a good way of taking a retro 60s sci-fi show and updating it and putting a lot of bells and whistles on and Still, I found it utterly entertaining and a great distraction. I could watch it and I loved it. I thought it was done quite well. I did refer to it, and I still refer to it, as more of a theme park ride of Star Trek than actually a serious install of it. Because to me, 
the, the story, the whatever, how it's safe, doesn't matter. So that was just a roller coaster ride. It was get on for two hours. We're going to fly everything at top speed and blow everything up. And it was a different style. So, you know, and there was enough done right. The little cameo with uh, Leonard Nimoy and, and all the rest of it. And to be honest, that would have been a great little send off for Leonard Nimoy's Spock. And if that had been the last ever time you saw him on screen. And I couldn't hate the follow up any more than I do. It was a disgrace. I've never seen anybody drop the ball with such immediacy on the on the following movie. Star Trek Into Darkness. And can I just say, the, this this weirdy crap they're doing with the titles, I just don't like it. There's not even a colon. No. Well, I, mean, I, I, I wanted a colon. I get that everybody's sick of these. Everybody gets uh, got started getting sick of the whatever... Uh, two, three, or four yeah. after after Jaws. The minute Jaws two were a big thing, everyone would be going, oh, yeah. yeah, and then Rocky and all that. And then people yeah. were going, oh, we can't get away with that. Then suddenly they start going, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean instead of Pirates of the Caribbean two, it's Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, you know, yeah. and whatever. And I get they thought, well, what do we do now? With that's getting a bit passe, so they just do this weird thing with Star Trek into darkness. Well, Star Trek is not a ship. It's not an object, it's not a person, it's a voyage. So that's like saying um, Appalachia Trail into darkness. That's easy for you to say. You know, it's it's don't make sense. Anyway, didn't like it. You shoe-armed a stupid, dreadful, dreadful, cringeworthy, eat-your-own-fist remake of, of Wrath of Khan. It mm. was just abysmal. And anybody who did like it, I'm sorry, I don't get it. I got a letter giving me grief off. I think his name's Stephen Parry, who a guy I respect, you know. He's, he doesn't agree with anything I say, and it's only a movie. I think I'm there just to wind him up every single month. But you do he that said to me, though, so. I, I sometimes do. Mm. Um, he just said to me that I did. I should have looked deeper because at least Star Trek Into Darkness was looking into things such as terrorism and stuff. And yeah, yeah, of course we got that, but but. Star Trek The Next Generation was doing that mm. back in 1988. You know, it's not... And the, the main thing is it was, a, it was just no damn good. And then... And the big twist was embarrassing. And then... And then so, so I'm thinking, OK, third one then. Where are we now with this? We've... Thank God the TV show's coming back and they're literally steering away from the movies. There is a... So, so you're aware, there's a separate agreement for that. So you don't expect to see any crossovers or anything like that between the TV show and these movies. They are totally different. They they are totally different. And what you're going to get here is uh, the TV. It's, it's done by Brian Fuller, who loves Star Trek. He did Deep Space Nine. Brilliant. This what they are and he did Hannibal and Hannibal, one which of the we loved a lot. Horror TV shows ever made. I mm. loved it. And our art house is mad as hell, but gorgeous to look at and brilliantly well written yeah. now the the other and acted could yeah, what was yeah. wrong with it it was perfect and that these bloody cancelled it's because it was uh, pedestrian yeah. and, and people had to think yeah so so what do we get then after that you, we, we we're all awaiting to see where what direction they go in with this next star trek film so the the the, the first uh trailer comes up and the w- first thing i noticed is oh it looks like they're going to do the we're blowing the, the Enterprise up again. Now, I've got to say, unless there's something I'm not aware of, there's some little things in Star Trek that everybody sort of knows that start the Enterprise as teleporter beams. You can beam up and down to mm-hmm. a planet unless the writers 
find that too convenient for a rescue, at which point someone will, will mumble something about atmospheric disturbances yeah. or something. You have phasers uh, that are the, you know, the, the guns, uh, really. They're sort of like, the you know, the firearms. Usually set to stun. Yeah, and on this Enterprise, that's got phasers as well, and the Enterprise also has photon torpedoes, which are the big, the big, you know, things that you can take out a ship with, you know. So we all know that. And the one thing that you've got with Star Trek, if there's a battle, it's correct. It's surrounded by a shield. And, and the shields are at 90%, Captain. The shields are down to 20%, Captain. And it adds more drama because mm. you don't have to keep showing the set and everything blown to pieces. And when you do get hits and the, the ship's actually damaged, it's because the shields are down and they've managed to get a hit in. And that means it's quite realistic that you can have a, quite a long, lengthy maritime type battle yeah. that goes on for a while without in the first two minutes the ship's blown to pieces of course because you know yeah. direct so, hit you're gone so clearly JJ he wasn't quite happy with that and all them shenanigans so on top of everyone being flung far to the right far to the left like they're on some seesaw in every shot that you get mm-hmm. you every single one of these films the Enterprise every time it gets into any little um, you know conflict with another ship the bloody ship's being blown literally. Every single shot that gets fired at the Enterprise seems to hit it, go through in one side, out the other, and take half the crew with it. Mm. Um, it happened in in the first one. It happened in the in the second one where the the other ship hit it, and then you saw like half the crew disappear out of a hole, and you're like, shit. But the problem with this one to me is it's really unrealistic that that can just keep happening and the ship is still in one piece. And they, they sort of teased that it might get blown up and into darkness. But, but just imagine the defence budget. Yeah, yeah. Bloody... Uh, I, I don't know what I'll make of it. So, second, they, so when this comes up on uh, Star Trek Beyond, the first thing you see is, oh, the ship's blown up again. And so then it, it looks to me like they get stranded on a planet and it's a bit like Die Hard, isn't it? Or mm. some action movie, Star Trek, where they're, sur- they're stranded on their own with just the wits and a handful of people and how are they going to survive and all that. If I wanted to see that, I'd watch, you know, Rambo or something. Uh, I don't know. And the the second trailer comes out. Yeah, OK, it looks all right, but... It's not. It just it ain't my Star Trek, and I, and I no. don't want to come across as an old get because every, I love remakes. Me sometimes. No, I like them more than you do because mm. some of them can be better. And I, and I have watched genuinely some stuff where the the remakes are better. And I'm sorry, I know you really got a problem with when I say this. House on House on Haunted Hill. That's a cracking. It, no, I really remake. enjoyed the remake, but it's not better. I think it is. No. Oh, I think it is. No. I think it's. I think it's cleverer. No. It is. No. Oh, he's wrong. No. Look, I'll, I'll put both of them on for, yeah. for anyone who wants to come and watch both of them, and we'll all sit through and do a vote. Yeah, as long as we wins. can have the skeleton coming across. See, that was a right William bit. H. Castle uh, thing. He sent out a kit with yeah. that skeleton in the into the movie theatre. So that's that an inflatable it, thing. Yeah, I'd, I'd love... <laughs> when I, you actually you, saw it, it was think, lame. Do you think in uh, America, you know, on eBay every now and again, do you think some of William Castle's cinema stuff turns up because I'd love to buy some of that um, not often now I know they did the, mm. the reproduction uh, 13 ghost viewers yeah yeah for the, for the DVD I've yeah, got one yeah. of them yeah yeah well, I've got the DVD so it's got it with it ghost viewer which By is like way, basically everyone, a 3D thing but don't, don't worry 
you couldn't really see ghosts. This no. was this was a uh, an optical thing. illusion to do with colour. Yeah. Oh, do you know when I went on that paranormal investigation? You know what my mm. the uh, what my friend Craig, you know Katie's yeah. bloke, yeah. He, you know what he was going to do. Go on. And and I went, when I heard this because he Katie said, do you know what he was doing this afternoon? He was in a, a shop down in Fremont Street and he was looking for a Ghostbusters overall because there was a shop doing yeah. like the one that's in the Arndale Centre yeah, like and he, was, he just wanted to spend $30 or something on one of them and go just turn up like that and I just went do you know what I'm I'm up for a laugh usually but my god if he'd have done that yeah, they were so serious them that would have been have seen that would have felt fallen I reckon they'd have left us in the middle of the yeah. desert it'd have been banned but anyway where, where was I up to then yeah the look Star Trek Beyond yeah, do, what do you think, Martin? Uh, from, from what I've just said about the yeah. first, second, and the third, what I, I, what is this Star Trek? I do Martin? totally Explain agree to with me. you. I do totally agree with you. The first one was was fun, and it was a great opportunity to re reinvigorate the whole sort of franchise. Really, create it from new, you know, for a new audience. So I take it you were surprised then that they they then from moving forward doubled back and tried to yeah. actually imitate. Yeah. An actual episode that was that's yeah, a classic. Exactly. I mean, and, and it's this this trilogy theory they've got all got. They're, they're limited with trilogies. Well, do, do you, I don't. I, surely uh, a good story takes as long as it takes. Exactly, and they, and they shouldn't have to. Uh, you know, they they could do it. It, it could be yeah. a, a two hour episode. I told you that, that. You know that 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 book I'm writing. You know, I. I there was a natural point halfway through where I realised I couldn't get everything in. And uh, these two no, dear. and these two books now. Now and I'm never gonna do that again, I'm never probably gonna write another. I'm only literally writing one. And that was it. I always said I'm just gonna write this one because it's an important story. It's based on somewhere. And the the um there's a natural thing though when, when you're doing that because you go, wait a minute, there there are two very distinct arcs here going on mm. and that with this there, there are there is no way that you can tell me that they sat down at the beginning and thought right this is a three-part saga no, and this no, is how it plays part. out because the second film was just a blatant attempt to remake wrath of khan yeah and that's horrible remake as well and yeah. and what all this stuff at the end about kirk's magic blood and stuff i don't sorry what the hell yeah and you know there's like you say, Leonard Nimoy was supposed to he's supposed to be Swan Song in the first film. Yeah, a, a he, really well done Swan Song. Yeah, can and, I it, add? and it was, yeah. and he, he yeah. could, you could see the emotion in him. Yeah, and uh, you know, and then they drag him back for the next one. I know, and and the poor, you know, the poor guy. Then that was such a crap way of undoing. It did damage to what they'd done in the first film because yeah. he got his good send off. Then, then he goes into deep hiding and all that, and you'd think, well, I'm Spock. The, yeah, if he goes into hiding, right. He's, you're not going to see him on Facebook or whatever, are you? You're not going <laughs> to. You know what I mean? to use that, yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Why haven't this came in my head? I just. He's, he's, you won't. You'd think, well, if he's hiding, he's hiding, you know? He's not. He's been known to be clever, yeah? Yeah. And yeah, he just phones you, hey, hey, it's young Spock here. I just need a few spoilers, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what what's going on? What's this car now? Do I finish? How do I finish him off? Do a button yeah. mash it or do a do yellow and two squares? You know, he, that was kind of the conversation. He's yeah. like, is he dangerous? Yeah, he clearly knows he's dangerous. Yeah, 
And I thought that that was a real pain in the ass. Anyway, we can't keep going on about that. We've got some uh, other emails. That's Go your on. fault, Mr. Caldwell. You've hijacked the show. Thank um, you, Mr. Cock. Yes, David Lloyd says, Hello, folks at the Starburst Radio Show. This one's for Mike. Fuck, fuck, fuckity fuck, fucking twats. There oh. you go. A guilt-free outburst for you. No thanks required. Keep up the good well, work. Well, there you go. You see, someone's looking after you. That's what I mean. That's really nice, that. David Geldar, Hello, our, our warrior-sounding friend that we... He's, well, we, he, he, he scarily uh, echoes my life. He goes a lot of places and knows everything because we kept, grew up in the same area. You see? Yeah, yeah. I think um, you're the same person, really. I think you are. He's just my alter ego. It's like, it's like um, when... Holmes for invented Moriarty as a villain in the Jeremy Brett's um, theatre play of it. It's true, that. Oh, yeah. The Secret of Sherlock Holmes. Uh, hi, guys. Hope you don't mind me emailing now all the time. We love you emailing in all the time. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, I, but I really like the show and get all enthusiastic about it. Oh, thank you. We, we, we get enthusiastic doing it as well. Of but, course we do. But tonight, you, should, you should have seen us upstairs. Seriously. Oh, here we go again. We will be enthusiastic <laughs> to get out of the, into a cold room. That's yeah. Um, any, anyway, question. What's your favourite film idea that for one reason or another never came to fruition? Um, two for me. Oh, it's got that thing where it's doing quotes here. Two for me. Uh, don't. Oh, God. You know it's done the thing where it's gone and put an ampersand and gone quote or something. It says two yeah. for me. Um which was Edgar Wright trailer on Grindhouse. Don't. That's the oh, one. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, was, that, that was great. Uh, Hobo with a shotgun got made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was. Quite I enjoyed good. that. I, that, I, that was uh, a splatterific. Yeah. So why not this? Uh, also, Doctor Who and Scratchman, which would have starred Tom Baker, Ian Martyr, Vincent Price, and Twiggy. No, I've got to say, uh, Doctor Who and Scratchman. But I saw all that, and I want, I wanted to see that just the same as you did. No. Oh, it looked great. What a great idea. I was it comes never up against the devil. I was never And it's it Vincent then. Price. That, why, how can you not be into that? So, you know, I don't know. I'm going to have a think about that. Yeah, because we've got to, got to go and get some news and yeah, all that. And we've got lots more to talk about. We've yeah, got to ask you questions are. about where you've been. Indeed, yeah. Right, we'll be back right after some news. Why, hey, hey, what are you looking for under a tombstone in broad daylight? Shh. You'll scare her away. Scare her away? Who? What? What, what? what can you scare away here in a cemetery? My ghoul friend. She's the ghost in the invisible bikini. <coughs> what are you putting me on? Herbie, I know you're broad-minded, but this is ridiculous. No, I'm serious. And you should see her since she traded her bedsheet for a bikini. Well, you must enjoy looking around for a real nothing broad. It's really just that American International is inviting everyone out to the graveyard for a blood-curdling blast with the ghost in the invisible bikini to see Tommy Kirk, Deborah Wally, Aaron Kincaid, Harvey Lembeck and Jesse White with Nancy Sinatra and guest stars Basil Rathbone, Boris Karloff and Susan Hart in the ghost in the invisible bikini in Path A Color and Panavision. Now, you would have to get commercial. Now, you scared her away. Ooh. <laughs> Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. Available from any good newsagent, or you can download to your tablet today. Across the world, 24 hours a day. This is Vampirium International. And welcome back to 
Fab Radio. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Dear, dear, dear me. No. <sighs> right, okay. Well, <laughs> welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And it's called the, reason the, be- why the Behind the this, Curtain Show. The, re- the reason why I'm in this mess, as some of you may be aware, and it's only by the grace of whatever that <laughs> I didn't end up saying something that got us all in a load of trouble because I left the sliders on because I was messing around with something and got distracted just as we went to break and we're having a chat I don't know what you may have heard but none of it's true (laughs) except the stuff about Martin having a big chopper yeah yeah but that's the the bike's nothing to do with it that's indeed yeah lovely bikes then weren't they do you mm. remember they had, I got excited about them because they had that little gear lever yeah oh so god yeah yeah I don't know if it did anything because I didn't no, have one but it's you know, lucky enough um, came up with something for Mr David Geldard go on then uh, I'm just sad I, I was actually genuinely quite upset when I heard that the third the third Tron movie wasn't being made because that would have been a, an opportunity I thought to open that universe up I, you've not got the um, the you know what's his face holding it back you know Jeff, uh, Bridges. Jeff Bridges yeah you've not got all that and I thought you could have had a really good good situation because I do I, I do I'm a massive Tron fan I loved it I thought it was a really great part of the eighties not only like that I like that I like the music I like the you know the look of it I love the fact you went to the video games arcade as you were a kid you know so there was no escaping Tron Tron to me was the coming of yeah computers are here you know and I got a big I like seeing I like the uh, I did like Tron Legacy what I really loved it probably had the best soundtrack of the last 10 years as well oh god it's not worth having this conversation with you you're just not reasonable (laughs) at all you know there's a lot of people agree with me Right, if you don't, if you sure don't like is. it, then you, do, you don't, you know, I won't, I've left you the, uh, the I've left you my vinyl gatefold in my will, you know. Oh, right, that's all right. So I'll, I'll leave eBay, it'll come. You can, you can get on eBay <laughs> with that. You'll do very well, let me tell you. So, yeah, oh, God, I hope I didn't say anything too bad. No, it was all was right. It. I haven't done that for ages. I'll tell you something, there was one, me and Chris were on, and we, I did that, but the station had gone off air. Yeah, and we were talking about somebody, and Ooh. we had gone into depth about what was wrong with that person, and and it wasn't very nice, and you know, it's unprofessional. Yep. Well, should say thank you then for Nick and Matthew for pointing that out to us. Thank you, Nick, and Matthew, equally. Yes, you you have equal hugs and warmth from me for saving me from uh, from saying something worse than it could have. Yeah, been. I know. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, next next email Chris says good evening a quick question for Martin oh god carry on screaming yeah. or the house in Nightmare Park oh yeah 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 um, I love both not necessarily equally uh, <laughs> carry on screaming how can you you've got to be able to choose one out of two uh, films I would probably say actually House on Nightmare Park because not many people watch it nowadays no I agree, uh, and I loved Frankie Howard. I I I really really like Frankie Howard, and I loved it. I loved all the I loved See, the up the front and you know all that up, stuff. Up Pompeii is one of my favourite films. Yes, uh, wonderful. Unfortunately, if if but don't you think that's where Blackadder got this whole oh, like setting everything in time, setting yeah, all setting around time. his character, yeah. but updating it. That's why yeah. I liked up the front because yeah, because that, that was, was set in the the 
the yeah. first world war yeah 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 so you say very much like blackadder you know i but, don't know if anybody's if you've not seen the up movies or caught any of the frankie howard stuff they were even though they they, they dated but they dated in a cool way but it, unfortunately, if if he'd have still been alive, he'd have been one of the people that would have been up against the wall, really, for the uh, yeah, I know the the, the yeah fiddling but about. But bit. it's nice, but nice of you not to throw him under the bus. Not now, necessarily though, in the same way, but he was apparently a bit bit handy in the dressing room with the young boys and the oh uh, yeah, well, I not can, very young boys. I but, can give you the one one example. Um, but people who were there, he would take advantage of. Oh yeah, but he tried it on. He tried it on with Bob Monkhouse. Oh, my giddy God. He did. He tried it on with Bob Monkhouse. Bob Monkhouse is a guy that I should really not like, and yet I really kind of do like. And he I was found amazing. Him funny, but he's a raving Tory. And it, mm. I hate it. I, I don't. You get disappointed when you really like someone, and then. There are, then they appear on the on the Conservative Party platform like in, in a fundraiser, and then with you the think, big fingers, yeah, and then you think, cock, straight away. You don't think yeah. anything else is fit. Oh, shame. But he kept a lot of missing programs that were wiped. Oh, yeah. He had an archive of them. Yeah, he was absolutely OCD, taping everything in sight. He he's responsible for saving loads of shows. But what one of the coolest things that amazing uh, advert for after he's dead with him talking yeah it's amazing that advert and i just thought i think he's brilliant i did i did like i Bob think Monkey, I, he but, was very clever and very yeah. very astute and but one one day he was being interviewed and and it, it was because he was still alive for a while after he died uh, after what was howard yeah yeah, right, no, yeah uh, Bob monkhouse was alive right, right yeah after yeah after him so he did come i remember he's being asked he went oh you, you say one or two things in your book about uh, frankie howard he just said yeah i was just really disappointed he just got really really aggressive with me when i didn't want to reciprocate sexually. yeah apparently, apparently he would just stick his hands down your pants yeah well that's not funny it's not it's, funny, it's not but unfortunately he was a funny man somebody I, I, in this building right <laughs> Somebody in this building. No names. Go on. But they did did co-host your show last night. Oh, um, right. uh, <laughs> I he's a young, really cool gay guy, and he, me and him have been mates for went twenty. Did he years. put his hands down your pants? No, he didn't put his hands down my pants. God Almighty, what are you trying to do? We're, we're what are you trying to do? I thought we were just being open. No, now. <laughs> no. He he. I took him for a drink at Tiger Lounge, and then the DJ there. She was. A, a oh, I remember girl. this yeah. story. Yeah. And then he went on the dance floor, and then two minutes later, Phil looks terrified, and I went, "What's going on?" And then, um, and he's, he's just going to me, "Oh my god, oh my god!" I went, "What, what, what?" And she, yeah, the, well, they had a dance him and her. She just went, "Oh, do you want a dance?" And then she just went for it. She stuck her at, she down for the sausage, <laughs> down for sausage, sausage retrieval, and then and then I went, "Oh my god," because he is. Not that's like, subtly gay either. Phil is he just it's, it's not so much part OTT, of his identity. But uh, oh, you know that he's a young gay guy. He yeah, doesn't he hide doesn't, it, yeah. and he shouldn't have to anyway. Exactly. Yeah. But but my God, she must be not reading the cues. But so hand out hands down trousers. How did we get on this subject? Well, there you um, go. And I, now I missed out on all this. Chris is saying, "P.S. Having disposed of cheaters, can we move on to something really cult like storage wars?" Listen. Right. <laughs> it's funny you should say that. Storage Wars, right? 
Storage Wars, I like Storage Wars New York. That's my favourite. But God, there's loads of them. Spin-offs, eh? You think NCIS or whatever's got a lot. Um, Storage Wars New York I like because it's got two very funny girls in it and the characters in it are actually more interesting. I don't watch it very often, but I do think I could get addicted to keep buying one of them every now and again because you're allowed a quick peek in. You're not allowed to wander around. They open the door of it. From from a distance, you can have a look, so there'll be boxes there, things Mm. there. You have to put a bid in, and then sometime and afterwards, they, in a really unrealistic way, try and add up the, you know, hypothetical value of all this stuff. And and, um, they were all getting stuff, and sometimes they'll get some, and it's these boxes, but you can't look in the boxes, but the boxes might have a TV on them, but then you open it, it's all duvets that are Mm. all moffy and whatever. Uh, Best one of them. And I thought, yeah, oh my god, I could really, I'd love to do this. Um, they, there was a load of like wardrobes and all that. And when they went there, and there was some stuff like with a curtain over it, yeah. And then it was all rubbish in there. Then they pulled the curtain back. Loads of loads of puppets, <laughs> loads of puppets, and I'm talking loads of puppets. You know, a, a whole house. For Zombaby to play with. Well, you there know? you go. The uh, only one I ever watched of that, I, yeah. I saw one, and and they, they, they flicked the thing open quickly. Yeah. yeah. And they all went, that's, that's guns, that's guns, that's guns. Yeah, 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 but guns are worth a lot of money. Yeah, but then they had to go and tech... Uh, they had to sort of, like, check it before, because they don't normally do that, do they? No, no, uh, no. To make sure they were allowed to sell it. Oh, and they came me. back and said, yes, we're allowed to sell it. Right. Which, which would, like, set off alarm bells, yeah, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And these two rednecks were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah bang, 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 bang. It was all airsoft. I see, that's, that serves them right. Yeah. That serves them right. And the one that gets me, the one that really gets me, is there was a not one mother one. And yes, we are going to move on to some other stuff in a minute. It's... Um, they, they, you opened it up and there was like you know like a sort sixties bank vault yeah mm. really thick metal circular door with oh, handles yeah. the, on the it like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they one of them they built into this this uh, unit yeah so to get into that you had to get it so they basically built a unit inside a unit and yeah. that big yeah, thing really so then they had to really go to town to break into it so instead of they were all going for like two hundred dollars three hundred dollars. You can imagine with this one, everyone will like, I want that. Yeah. I want whatever. Someone's got a real big effort yeah. for that. Yeah. They went and uh, went in, yeah, and it was the biggest disappointment in the world, <laughs> right? All it was was some survivalist nut job had built himself a little James Bondy type I can escape from uh, all the invading. And it was just a load of tins of beans. Yeah, it's just a few tins of beans a load of um, survivalist like nut m- bars and fruit bars yeah. and all that <laughs> uh, nothing then finally he finds um the safe so then they had to go to a load of trouble broke the safe and then they found a box that they were gone and he went well at least with a gun like this you'll you'll get 700 dollars at back out yeah. of the thing he opens the thing at the cases yeah it's nothing in it so he <laughs> literally got nothing out of that so there you go no storage wars if you you want to um, come with us, Chris? We'll 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 all go. Me, you, and Martin will, will put a third each into buying one. Kaz is saying hi, Mike. As long Mike. as it's ten p each. Um, Kaz, hi, Mike. Your voice sounds different tonight. Well, Kaz, the, between me and you, what's happened is I um, we'll get into where I've been uh, a bit. I went on a a very long spirited weekend. Mm. Yes, uh, in the middle of deadline, so I had to work when normally I'd have. 10 days to get a load of artwork done, write a column, do the whole lot. I, I crammed it in so it was finished before I got on the plane. Then the plane's going straight there, not easy. Then blah, blah, blah. Anyway, delayed flight. 
up all night, back home. Uh, not much time to even get over that. And then I've had to go back to the dentist to have this other procedure done, which I then am done with for good next week. But in at the moment, I have had to have quite a few painkillers and I'm just a little bit knackered. There you go. So well, I apologise. That's in I a nutshell. To, I will be back to normal next next week. And Mrs. Dench says, Dear clammy, sticky, moist, perspi- perspiring, sweaty guys in the studio, get a shower or a bath. You know this film festival. We are still coming and wanted to know if there's a decent place close by to grab a blowout fry-up. I can see... I can see after Saturday night we're all going to need it, Mother of Denge. Well, actually, there is, because we have got got a big sort of uh, restaurant part, but more importantly, we've got the Salutation Pub, all to ourselves, pub, grub, traditional stuff. Yeah, I'm sure they do breakfast. But Oh, yeah, they've got all that. But in the actual main uh, cafe in the Metropolitan Student Union Complex, you've got, they're doing... Uh, sausages, uh, hot dogs, um, fast food, takeaway stuff as well. So it, whatever you need, it's all there. Yeah. That's the best thing about it. Like I say, it's everything. Und- we've not mentioned yeah. the film festival. No, we haven't. But it's still on sale, and tickets are going with these early whirly birders are about to come to an end now. Yeah, so, so get them quick, folks. Yeah. Um, There's not a lot of them left. And so. where do they go for them? Uh, www dot, which you don't have to say now. You said uh, I shouldn't say. That. I know. Yeah. Uh, Starburst magazine slash film fest will take you straight through it. Off, off starburstfilmfest.co.uk. Cannot say fairer than that, can you? So, Willie, William says, perhaps Star Trek has been done, it's time to call it a day. No, I think that. There's scope for it. There's always going to be scope. It's like Doctor Who. With Star Trek, you can tell any story, pretty much. You can cover the time travel element in it. You can get away to anywhere. You can do anything. And there is no reason for it not to. But I do I do think the TV show will surprise you because the guy who's doing it is really good. That will... You will like that. We've got I high think, hopes for that. I think we're going to be all right with that. But I just think Star Trek as a, a, in the movies has been not the massive success story that everyone says it is. You had Star Trek, the motion picture. Everyone moaned. That was... A very long, very serious sci-fi mm. film, probably the best made. That was, that was hard sci-fi. Yeah, it was yeah. hard sci-fi. And Robert Wise, who Robert did Wise, the, who did the Haunting, who yeah. did uh, the Sound of Music. Ah, uh, yeah. But the most importantly, Day of the Earth stood still. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. And and he, you had a lot of talent on board. Then they went for more something that felt like the TV show because everyone moaned about that. So everybody pretty much worshipped the second one, The Wrath of Khan. Then they followed up with, um, you know search for Spock and basically every other movie is the joke that every other movie was good and bad the the first Star Trek Next Generation movie was kind of like an action movie a bit like Die Hard in Space Fighting the Borg that was a resounding hit everyone loved that and they seemed to hate the follow ups after that then this first one went down well with a reboot with Chris Pine and the second one everyone pretty much hated and now it's uncertain to me whether Star Trek works at the cinema. It's it's difficult to get it to work. It, if they keep rehashing you know, the old things, it's never going to work. Yeah, we are. I, I just think Star Trek is a good format for TV. And you've got to admit, if you had a Doctor Who movie, what what would you do with the Doctor Who movie? Would you rather have a Doctor Who movie, or, or you know, would you, um, would you rather, rather just ten have... episodes a year? Or whatever? Yeah, and and that's the thing. I mean, yeah, the, the anniversary one worked quite well. Um, I I quite enjoyed that. I didn't mind that at all. Now, the would it is it 
meant is it meant to be a TV show or, or a movie? Like the worst ones, though, are sitcoms. Sitcoms very rarely manage to work. And I think the on the buses ones follow on. I enjoyed them. Yeah. Yeah, I did enjoy them a lot, to be honest. Because they didn't just rehash what happened in the TV shows. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's different. They went on holiday. They went on holiday on one of them. Yeah, Yeah. I know. Um, Dave Alstrom. Hi, Martin and Mike. You have not mentioned the return of Mr. Robot next month. No, we've got a feature coming in the issue afterwards. Yes, we have. Yep. Uh, We mentioned it before I finished mentioning the sentence then. There you go, see. You were a self-fulfilling prophecy. I have not, and this is terrible of me, because I was one of the first people to be banging on about it like an evangelical. Actually, Rippers was the first person. Oh, was he? Yeah, because he mentioned it to me, didn't he? Yeah, he mentioned it to us. I mean, in the starbursty world, you know. He don't count his family, his tractors. Yeah, yeah, I I was screaming how great it is, and yet I've not watched a bloody trailer. Isn't that bad of me? Yeah, but I think it'll work, work even better when we don't know anything about it. Yeah. And Liam says, oh, this is about the break. Mm. Didn't hear a thing, mate, or did I? Yeah, wink, wink. Uh-huh. Mark Hignall, what film would you recommend to see right now at the theatre and DVD? Right, that's out now. <sighs> that's a, um, a double. Um... um yeah, the, the big ones that I've really, really enjoyed. Obviously, if you've not seen uh, Civil War, get to see that. Yeah. Um, Green Room? Pardon? Green Room? Green Room, yeah. yeah. Green Room, yeah. Definitely Green Room. Because, uh, I mean, that there's been this has been a great year for for uh, the more artsier stuff. And if I DVD, think. if you've not seen it already, yeah. Uh, Deadpool. Yeah, and um, you need to watch, like, your life depends on it, Anomalisa. Anomalisa is an amazing film it might not be everybody's cup of tea but if you are one of those people that really gets it and really likes it you will not forget that film that i mean this year yeah yeah i think the green room room you know the oh yeah, that, that, yeah that's that's still and, yeah. and anomalies are right up at the top of anomalies is actually out at the end of july i think on dvd yeah. so yeah david Penchetti. good evening just heard you have a film festival going on where are the details Go on, Martin, without the WWs. Yep, starburstmagazine.com uh, slash filmfest or starburstfilmfest.co.uk or just follow us on Twitter Yeah, and no doubt we'll mention it at some point. Right, I just got an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, email here. This is a cracking question. Jimmy Bowling, if Marvel and DC were countries, what countries would they Oh God, that's that's good. amazing. I that's thinking outside the box, isn't it? Right. Um, I think that DC would be a rundown part of southern France <laughs> that looks really, really amazing, but but needs a but lot of work. But if you stayed there, it would be a bit bobbins. Yeah. Um, and I think Marvel are uh, Marvel are New York, New York, Disneyland. You know, yeah. New York with a nice theme park attached. They, yeah. they, New, one New York with cloud, good weather. Yeah, one are uh, crowd pleasers and the other one, uh, uh, an uh, area that was that, amazing that and looks, still is amazing. That looks amazing, yeah, but, but has but, nothing in there that you want to see. Yeah, there is that argument. But I will say before we go on to something else, uh, I haven't discussed, I might discuss in depth next week, but DC and the huge shitbag shuffle 
the uh, added uh, I've told you, and I said on this on this very very is this very the rebirth show, thing? Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, they will have to. And everybody said, "Oh, you're wrong. They've stuck at it. Aren't you You're wrong about the new Fifty Two, and they would they wouldn't go back to the old continuity." Yeah, they totally have. Well, there's they, a, the feature yeah. in the latest issue yeah, that they can I all know, read yeah, about. Yeah. Well, I read them um, about three days before we went to press, and I've read. I've gone through quite a few of them, and I've got to say. Straight away, I enjoyed reading these comics again, which that, didn't, they because were. they have immediately got a connection with stuff I was reading years ago in my childhood, and you can see these as them characters, and they've undone it. I will say this, it's pretty ballsy of them. They, not only did they admit defeat and go back to the original old version of Superman, yeah, yeah. Um, they killed the new one off. Awesome. Stone dead. I mean, he's, he ain't coming back, they killed him. And and not what I bet not one person gave a monkeys, <laughs> so uh, that was it. So yeah, I say back back on subject of where I've been. Um, had a fantastic weekend. It's just a, a a bloody shame that I ended up at, absolutely so knackered, Martin. Because it's, just, uh, it's a shame you came back. Is that what you're saying? No, no, I t- I couldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have lasted another two days there. Uh, yep. One thing, you, if any of you have got Russian friends or anyone, or they'd say they're not all Russian, one or two Russian, but Georgian. Uh, Georgia is a, uh, an area of that's been at civil war many times with Russia. Um, it's part of the USSR, and it, there are certain differences and similarities. Um, Russian people are all awesome, no matter what part of Russia they come from, and or whatever uh, new independent um, now that the USSR has gone. But I've got a lot of Georgian friends who went uni with him, so he's getting married, so it, it coincided with, with the deadline. So that's why I decided to go. But, yep. yeah, that it was you exactly left us in as it. I said. I did. I felt bloody <laughs> panicking it was. No, it's, we did um, all right. You did bloody better than all right. I tell you, this is going to be a fantastic issue. Um, yeah, I got in. I am heard half of this, I tell you, but I'll make it quick. But I went to... Um, we had to get a plane out to go to Istanbul and then got the plane Not Constantinople. There. Not Constantinople. What is this gag? That every, Somebody else asked me that the it's, same day. It's, they might be giants. Oh, right, right. I didn't get that. So yeah. that's right over my head. Yeah. So you're not the only person. That's like an opal fruit yeah. gag yeah. that I didn't <laughs> even get, you know. <laughs> And yeah, we were waiting there for ages. And then I thought, oh, Istanbul, this would be great. And I'm in the, this lounge, and you can see Istanbul really clear right next to you. And, and I thought, oh, this is so rubbish compared to what yeah, I, I, my Istanbul looks like uh, from Russia with love. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm there going, what's, what's this? It's raining. It's grey. It's miserable. And Dave's going, I just went, what, what do you think? He went, oh, it's a bit shit, isn't it? <laughs> Straight away. And then I went, oh, okay. So then, then disaster. Boarding pass. Lost it. <sighs> yeah, that's a problem, that, because it was leaving uh, 10 minutes. Managed to find it. It had done a weird thing where it had flown out of my pocket and paper aeroplaned almost itself across three or four tables and ended up underneath someone else's table right next to their ankle. And it was in that bigger... Did they have a short skirt on as well? No, he didn't at all. It was a bloke, but he did flinch really somewhat chronic when I reached down between his legs and grabbed it near his... I can imagine. I did. If it's not Keith Lemon, then they're not happy with that. Yeah, well, he didn't speak English, the guy. It's not my fault, you know. (laughs) Or I would have got... I said excuse me, but he didn't understand what I said. Did you not say excuse is that that's, what that's the international language for excuse no, me. No, that, that's it. That's no. I think you'll find that's thick Brit abroad language <laughs> for, for, for that. Anyway, you get, I found it. Managed to get on there. Then, then I said I wanted to take it easy. So um, 
we got there at a point where I just get a message, right, you need to come here, there, there is a guy coming for you. And then there's all these messages saying, do not get in a car from anybody <laughs> other than this guy. And, and it's like, Christ, last time I was here, 20 odd years ago in Russia, that didn't end well. Um, yeah, I don't even want to get into that yeah. one. Bloody hell, that's... Uh, so the... You're waiting for Felix Lighter. Yeah, were. seriously. Then uh, we got talked to this restaurant, so I thought, right, I've got to pace myself here. I don't want to get absolutely hammered because the one thing that everything happens with my Georgian friends is that everything will be toast to to this, to the wallpaper, to the to the to the other drink that we just had that we miss. Here's an, and you end up toasting everything or everybody in sight until everybody's consumed two bottles of vodka. Is this yet. a bit like our one for the road? Yeah, no. This, I think, is subconsciously where I've got it from yeah. because I've hung around with them lot that long that I don't know what this cut-off point is now. And this was terrible. So I, I, sit, I sat down and Dave. I said to Dave, literally said, right, we did careful now and sensible. The problem is... When I'm out with them in here, I picked up a technique where if I've got something to do later, I'll put, um, I'll, get, I'll order a Coke and I'll just say to my friend, Lev, right, I'm having a, a can I have a large vodka with you? Yeah, no problem. Bang, a grey goose. And, and or can I have a glass of, of Coke as well? It's great. And then I'll sip the Coke, saying that it's because I'm thirsty. And then every now and again, I'll just lose it, the odd shot into that. Mm. Yeah. It's like my secret repository so that it that just slowly builds up he won't notice that's happening and then i'm not ending up at whatever time absolutely paralytic yeah yeah because you know it's just crazy so he still did though yeah well what happened was we sat down and he goes oh here have and this this is a pink flute moment this literally what he said he said because he knows i like georgian sausage yeah and (laughs) it's amazing georgian sausage And and he uh, he said, hey, he's got some Georgian sausage for you. And I went, great. He went, do you want a drink? And I went, yeah, yeah, great. He went, what are you having? I went, oh, just a vodka will do. That would be fine. And then he goes, oh, right. And the guy comes over and goes, oh, what mentioned about it? Grey Goose. And then he goes, oh, right, Grey Goose. That's fine, yeah. So I'm talking to, to Dave, yeah. And then all of a sudden I hear this fud just right next to me on the table. And I thought... I know that sound. I know that sound so well. And I was dead right. I just turned around and he just put this one and a half litre bottle of, of Grey Goose there. <laughs> well, he, what you've got to understand this. That's rude if that ain't disappearing. Yeah. yeah? And then I thought, well, I can't do this. I'm absolutely tired. I've been on painkillers for the last week over that. And, yeah. and then I'm, I'm here. So we started on that. And then there are many, many, many reasons, yeah, uh, this is the first of the two nights that I woke up in the hotel room, not a clue how I got there, and <laughs> covered top to foot in bruises and stuff. Yeah. Second night, yeah, went to a wedding up a mountain. You got to go up there. I went, uh, did got that out of the way. Uh, wasn't feeling that great. It's a bit ropey. And then we went to the nighttime doing it. it was like yeah, but it was like a Bond villain's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> they were all doing all these traditional crazy stuff. It was just like a Bond villain's wedding. It was crazy. And then at the end of that, they, there was a load of Cossack dancing and all that. And there was all these famous people singing who were famous in Georgia. I ain't got a clue that they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Robbie Williams then, or you anything? You know, yeah. my mate was really lovely. He was getting, you know, looking after us. And again, again, I'm having a conversation. I'm not making this up. I'm having a conversation. And then I just there was a big load of caviar and I got this frozen like a piece of Viennetta cake yeah and I put a <laughs> load of that on top to see what it was like and it was amazing yeah <laughs> and then at that moment I heard that same fud again 
boom and your heart went and it was there again and I just went to I remember going to Dave I went Dave I'm not gonna survive this anymore I'm gonna have to go to bloody rehab I can't do it it started off to the to the bride and groom then four hours four hours later the toast had got to um for, to the here to the friends of the brother of the of the cousin of the of the bride something like that it was uh, that far out that i i couldn't believe it and then on the second second time where i woke up then uh the next day bed not a clue how i got there cut some bruises and everything yeah <laughs> um and apparently on the cable car on the way down um the security guards had to get me off it not <laughs> because i liked it because it was like a moonraker one yeah, but it wasn't on a cable. It was on a, a like a big rail going down the side right, of that. Right, right. Yeah, so it yeah, wasn't but swinging. I thought it was well. I, but I don't. I remember bits and bobs of it, and that I was like, I wasn't having any of it. Anyone trying to get me off this thing, I wasn't. You don't like people getting you off, do you? Problem. No. So that was kind of how that went on, and then I say, then we get the next day. Finally, we're on the way to the bloody airport. Get called up to uh, yeah, yeah. We get where do where are we going? We can't tell you. Why can't you tell me? You know, we we you, we've got a car that's coming for you, and describe what he was like. Did yeah. he have to blindfold you? Yeah, he drove around all sorts of d- d- places, and the driving, can I say, on the way to the wedding on the v- day before, he was taking. He he was every time there was a gap, he would literally overtake, no matter what was coming. He'd overtake to get ahead of the next car again and again and again, and they were all driving like this, and and the cars were your your car was either falling to bits with the front of the car hanging off where you clearly hit about five cars and not even bothered repairing it or it was some like dead villainous tinted window behemoth yeah <laughs> and this this one we're going around the side of a mountain he undertook on the side of a mountain eight cars then realized there's a car coming straight towards us broke into a skid and swerved in front of the the other cars the car behind me jumped jumped its brakes on full and I just remember, I thought, literally remember thinking, this is a shit way to go out, this. Like, <laughs> because I thought, it's like, you remember London boys, what happened with yeah, that? Yeah, same, yeah, yeah. Same thing. And then, but the, it's crazy, crazy. But yeah, the um, ended up, that, that last day, we, we ended up being picked up, we got tucked to the house, and I put it on Periscope, and it's the one where, and those singers were all there, and everyone was doing all this George and weird stuff. But it's Brand like something out of a film. It's totally something out of a film, but for real. And I'd, no one could bloody get their head around it. You know what was what half the stuff that was going on. And by, by the time we got back, we had to fly through the night to get back here. That's when I texted you and went and back. You know, like <laughs> I, bet, I bet I even sounded stressed in the text message. <laughs> um, I bet I'll get in. And how the hell I got into the office on the Monday? I don't, I don't know, because it was, it was all really surreal. And yeah. that ain't because of booze or whatever. It's just like I don't know what's going on anymore now. I do I it got to the point where I thought, which bits of that did it? God, what did it all happen? Yeah, that's, that's an experience. Bloody hell, it's an experience. I can guarantee you guys, if you want something cinematic in your life, uh, uh, I wouldn't do what I did because that's insane. But if you go for a week, uh, you will not find anywhere cooler than Georgia in former Russia, former USSR. It's it's bloody mind blowing. Oh, and you know, massive big wheel on the mountain as well. Cool, that's amazing. Every, everything I wanted, tick 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 tick. Was it in a, a deserted? Yeah. Uh fairground no but it's a brilliant place for one 
it's got that sort of vibe about it that there would be places shut down for yeah. glory. And the that what You're I not did taking excursions to Chernobyl? No, I'd love to. I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. If anyone of the readers want to come with us and we will do a starburst um extreme tourism to Chernobyl. Yeah. Uh, we're not covering the uh, travel insurance on that one. No, oh, can you imagine the travel insurance on that? You <laughs> wouldn't tell them, though. You'd have to not tell them. Because if you said to them, yeah, I'm going to this place, uh, I've got to take anti-radiation pills, straight away, That's that's got to be, a, right, there's a box for that. Yeah. <laughs> Declined. You know, that's what I mean. I love the idea of extreme tourism and all that. It's just absolutely crazy. But there, there was just other... There was always something going on there. It's just bloody crazy. But the, the what got me as well, there was one toast that I went... Because last week he got the wedding. The, you know where you go and do the registry office part and then you mm. go to the, the, the big ritual bit and the bit where everyone's invited you. Yeah. So he went and did it. He toasted the two guys and they were the two, two um, police officers, right? And I thought, I'm not even going to ask where, <laughs> where why, the, how this happened. But they, they looked like bent Russian police officers as well. They looked just... It was insane. Insane yeah. what was going on. I, there's other stuff that I can't mention on here at all. But, well, that's it. That's, but, the, Christ, that's, that's the, the After Dark show. Yeah, I've got to say, yeah, if you... It, it, I always go off... If you go away somewhere and it's got that... It feels like you're in a movie. You really feel like whatever, and this was one of them. And it wasn't the darkest hour. Not the darkest hour. God almighty. Well, worst Did you get one films. of them bats up? One of them what? One of the mats. No, that you don't wear all that there. Do you do realise that if you even said to a Georgian that they're uh, Russian, that you'd probably <laughs> get, get some Up against the wall. Yeah, you bloody would. Anyway, I think we need to go for a quick break before we come back for our uh, last segment and deal with all your remaining emails. And, you know, I've got loads and loads of news here and you've got loads of stuff to do with uh, Horror Channel. Yeah, you we've, want got to talk about? we've got some tweets. We've got some... Right. Yeah. I am going to very carefully now turn the sliders down Excellent. for the microphones and we'll be back with you shortly can the world heavyweight boxing champion match his fists against the lethal masters of the martial arts <laughs> bamboo gods and iron men from harlem to hong kong and across the china sea they fear the name the fame and the fury of Black Cal Jefferson, the champ. He matched a left hook and a right cross against the skills of the Kung Fu killers and hit them right where they live, in the land of bamboo gods and iron men, where the naked fist is deadlier than a bullet. Black Cal Jefferson... He carved a path of vengeance and violence across the land of bamboo gods and iron men. From American International, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Starburst Radio, winners of the Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Award 2015. Be grateful that we let you listen. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, The Tenth Doctor Adventures. What is this place? Calibris, brilliant place. An entirely mechanical planet. Catch, hitch, fuel, fix, buy pretty much any kind of transportation in existence. 
This empire's a massive leap in user-friendly tech. Meadow Digital's ahead of the game on the chipsets. Quadruple core nano circuits and a sleek, sexy designer package. Ultra thin. Look. You're talking, but it's all geek to me. Can we go? Yeah, I suppose. Robots running amok. Donna! We're on! Remain where you are! Bex, grab my hand. Go, Donna. One of us needs to. And I just... I can't! Come on, if you're common. Don't want to dislocate a shoulder for nothing. Do not run. We require test subjects. Ah, there it is. Vagabond's Reach. Tavern of Taverns. Most feared social environment in the galaxy. You've never been up Sugar Heart on a Tuesday. You don't know everything about me. Ready? Is this the front door? They don't even have bouncers. Yeah, basically, think of them all as bouncers. Big finish. We love stories. What are you saying? They fizzled in somehow? Like the TARDIS? Yeah, Transmat from another dimension. The, the, the TARDIS doesn't fizzle. It's more of a... Starburst Magazine, issue 425. Available from a newsagent near you. Or download to your tablet today. Embrace the alternative with Fab Radio. And welcome back for the last little segment of Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And because I didn't mess anything up, I actually remembered where we were this time. So we do have one or two things to uh, address with regards to this podcast. There has been a little bit of a feed problem. I don't mean that we've got not enough money to be fed and we're all starving. I mean, the podcast feed... There's been some intermittent little faults on it. So what we've done, we've repaired it and ahead. We've had to do a lot of work because we're launching the new website in about eight weeks and you're going to love it. It's got a really, really good mobile version and you'll find Starburst at your fingertips with this. You can, it's just amazing. We will be at your fingertips. Indeed. So all of you that have subscribed to starburst to help get it back up and and doing well in the charts and make sure that it's it's a proper feed that you're getting and it's not interrupted uh the best thing that you can do i just wondered if you would uh unsub i know it's crazy this unsubscribe um delete your podcasts any that you've uh, downloaded from us and simply resubscribe restart itunes resubscribe to it resubscribe to our podcast and then yeah if you would if it's not a bit cheeky just download as many of them as you can because it helps us get up the charts but i'm not saying to do that to cheat i'm just saying that that it does help us get up there and And we're not glory hounds or anything no it just helps the show i mean like you say we're in the running for this fest for this uh, award i don't know what's going to happen there but you'll be the first to know i will record some stuff while i'm there um and you'll get to hear a bit of the night. I'll have a chat with some people while I'm there. Mr. Keats is coming along. Oh, right, that'd be good. He's turning up. What yeah, trouble sure will he over. get me in? What trouble will he get me in? 
He'll keep you uh, on the straight and narrow. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Very yeah. straight and narrow. Well, it's like my, it's like uh, Return to Georgia. If you sub, it, but but it's uh, all surrounded by theatre people drinking gin. Yeah, it's just you substitute, yeah, <laughs> substitute things. It's going to be the same. Right, so we got time for a bit, little bit of news. There's so many things we can do. There's a little bit of everything, yeah. We can just yeah. do, should we do one story? Yeah, one story in a news burst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this one's one you're going to be having some a comment on there. Superman's going to be in the second season of Supergirl? Yeah, I I am surprised, and I don't understand the complicated rights issues with this, because you've got Superman... Obviously, Supergirl, by its definition, has certain characters that cross-pollinate. For example, like you get with the X-Men, they, you, they've got the rights to 20th Century, Century Fox, have got the rights to have, say, Quicksilver in, mm. in, um, in, in that, as well as Quicksilver being allowed to be in the Avengers, because yeah. they're both they're part of the package of the same IP. Similar but they did with, kill him off, didn't they? Yeah, I know, they did, so they wouldn't get the confusion, that's yeah, what that yeah. was. I think they had an arrangement that's felt like an arrangement to me. Yeah. Now the this one, yeah, you've had the big boy turn up, but every now and again they they they've even been coy about calling him Superman. There's loads of times where he keep they kept calling him earlier on in the episodes. They started calling him oh the big guy upstairs, the big boy scout, the big boy blue, whatever. And then about halfway through the series they started actually calling him Superman more. So I don't know if they had just are trying to get some... They might have been just pushing it and testing yeah. the waters. I mean, you've got things like there's an episode, I haven't seen it yet, I'm a bit behind. Try and talk properly. I'm a little <laughs> bit behind, and there was one like Bizarro. Now, Bizarro's in a uh, bad version of, of Supergirl, but it also he has a Bizarro. Yeah. You know, a Bizarro Superman. So you've got loads of things cross-cutting, so it makes sense. I'm glad they've sorted it out, because the, the one that I did see... You know, he turned up to save the day and then landed uh, on the ground, like just a distance away, so that you could just see him. And he was the, uh, was like a, a stick man, you know, like a silhouette. Yeah, 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 just yeah. in the distance. And then you get like, oh, come on, come on. A bit like that crossover cameo you had in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, where Thor's boot turned yeah. up, you know, and you go, oh, you haven't got, you don't want to pay Hemsworth, do you? Hey, yeah. The Hems, the Hems demands more. So that's my I my feeling on it is it'll be good because it takes away this awkwardness. It's it's like the ongoing elephant in the room. Yeah, well, it's, it's interesting you know? that it's it's going to the CW, so it's the home of the other mm. DC shows. It, it will feel more well more connected. Half the budget though. Yeah. So yeah, the but budget's about one and a half million episode at the CW. They were getting three three million because it's a. a full-on network show. Yeah, but look what they're doing with the other shows for that price. Listen, uh, I, they they are masters of smoke and mirror the CWD. Like I say, for how much, much grief I give the DC uh, movies, mm. the, the DC on TV and the, the CW's uh, stuff is just incredibly well done and it's incredibly interactive. And my only problem with it now is... Have you, do you know the, um, the what you've got to do now when these are all on good lord the, your week's a bit full isn't it I mean yeah, it yeah. the flash on Tuesday arrow on sorry the, the flash on Monday I think the arrow on, on Tuesday 
um, Legends of Tomorrow on on when Wednesday, and then mm. Supergirl on Thursday. Yes, Bloody yeah. hell, you know. And and you when you boil it down, like in Legends of Tomorrow, you're dealing with like seven characters with their own story arcs as well. Yeah, which which could interact yeah. with the other shows. Yeah, I know. Bloody hell, it's hot in here, isn't it? It is. <laughs> so we're dripping. Looking, uh, you have you watched Supergirl? I haven't watched it yet. No. 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 Not sat there watching it. No. Trousers around your ankles. No. It's a joke. <laughs> I can't say I've. It's a joke. I've just finished Bates Motel. That's been brilliant. Yeah. Trousers around your ankles. No. That'd be terrible. That wouldn't it? With would. the co- content of that show. Mother. Um, oh dear. So uh, you've taught me into watching that, but I I am being a little bit discerning because there were yeah I keep seeing it referred to as the second golden age of television. And I don't know, it feels pretty much like that. It's very full on. There's some shows that I reckon in 10, 15, 20 years' time people are going to be referring to as classics. I think like stuff like Mr. Robot yeah. and the Jessica Jones series. The, yeah, the, 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 Dead, ne- the Netflix Marvel ones have been amazing. Oh, God, good grief. That, that's the thing. I think the Netflix Marvel ones, it's a shame because I must say... Um, I'm two episodes off the end of this season of uh, Marvel's Agents of Shield. Yeah, I've got I've, the I've finale. That one, that's the finale. Um, gonna wa- I might watch those two tonight, and yeah. it is it, it is a lot better than um, people were saying it was two years ago. But a lot it's of the shows are like massively. that, and even dare I say it, Gotham has uh, has really improved since when you watched it. I'll have to get round to you know, it. I know me and Rippers keep now, you know, I'll get on ganging to it. up on you on it, but I'll get on to it. I'll, I'll get. You've I'll got to grit your teeth through it. them episodes that have you me. hate, and then because there will be a few that you hate, and there was a few I didn't like. I'll just be on it. I, I just saw those early few episodes, one, two, about the first three, and I, I could not imagine how this show could get to be watchable. But from it, where believe it me, was. they managed it. It's, they really did. But you see, the, that that show, again, limitations of stuff like Smallville, the main problem is is what it's relying on as its strength, and that is that you ain't going to see Batman, you ain't going to see whatever. And, and then if I knew, for example, that after Gotham was made, if you got five seasons of Gotham, there was a Batman TV show that, was ba- that took mm. place right after that, that'd be like, oh, there's a reward for going through all this, whereas... I you see, know. the problem think... with Gotham is the same problem with Smallville. By the time Smallville ended its run, it had mutated the mythos that much that it bore very little resemblance to the comic books, uh, to the point where he's not really... He's turned into a, a Superman that's not the Superman you know, yeah. which I know is, is clean, but surely I thought the whole purpose of these is to get to where you know them. Yeah, I think the problem is with, with Gotham yeah. is... It relies too much on the young Bruce Wayne. And I it, thought and it, and he was. It, it was be... meant to be a secondary character. He was meant to be just like a just well, there. Well, a similar thing happened with the West Wing. They mm. wrote that, and they were you weren't going to see the president. Did you know that? Right. Right. The idea was that it was that's why it's called the West Wing. Think about it. Mm. The title suggests it, doesn't it? Where this is very much like. Imagine um, you like, you do a show about the the other people that are running it all, like upstairs, downstairs, but you're just focusing on downstairs. 
Well, yeah, yeah, no, it's similar, very similar to that idea. And you were supposed to, they would talk about him, but you'd never see him. And I suppose you'd have had shots of just his hand signing something and then someone would take the paper off the desk and then it follows that guy into another room. Yeah, and then, the then people the, who actually the do the work. Starts. Yeah, and then they decided that they were then going to put someone in the place in that place and they got um and and you know they got martin sheen mm. and apparently he just did one scene that they were filming and he decided um sorkin decided wow this is too good we can't not have him in everyone and he then became the the show then revolved around him and that's the thing i thought bruce wayne was just going to be there at the funeral and you'd see him every now and again yeah i mean that, that was the problem it had early on right it, and it was uh, it was focusing too much on that it should have always like, we, like we've always said should have been gotham csi yeah exactly yeah but, but um, I, didn't, I mean if they if they go down a crime route crime story so you know a gangstery sort of thing yeah that, there's a lot of that in it good, and but, and that is that is where yeah. it starts getting exciting yeah but these and the these, guy the guy who's playing penguin is amazing yeah i've heard this yeah, yeah. and it might be worth watching well i will watch it then, and paul but, rubens is like on it last season okay have yeah. you seen uh the new uh peewee herman movie yet? i haven't watched it yet no. i've got it lined up ready to watch yeah if not i've yeah. not watched it yet. yeah I'm looking forward to bloody that. bloody annoying isn't it I suppose we, we just have a quick look at, at some other stuff just before we go and then check the emails and then we're off because we have overrun mm. and it's my fault the uh, yeah follow up on last week Amber Heard really don't want to touch that subject again but I just want to add to the story about the Johnny Depp and who do you believe and all the rest of it yeah um, TMZ that lovely um, hate spreading organisation mm. uh picked up on the fact that she had you know she uh, was in a, a lesbian relationship with a, with a girl um called Tasma Van Rie and that was a par- partner in 2009 right. and why I'm bringing that up is not because oh I'm talking about lesbians aren't I juvenile is the fact that the the fact is that this was her partner not just yeah. a, a friend and the uh, she basically she was arrested for assaulting that that woman and provoking her and she assaulted her she's actually got a record for assaulting her spouse or partner right, right. that they were living together and also uh, you've got two concierge ho- uh, two of them at the hotel on the desk have have come forward and they are testifying um on the night to say that he there was no nothing happened and that she had no bruises whatsoever no marks on her because they saw the whole thing as she was leaving and it was a lot less stressful than it's been painted so there you go keep watching for events however yep. no matter what we say and no matter where if he's all right or not the i think it's but it's safe to say that the jury's back on that movie it's yeah it's still born bloody yeah. Alice with the looking glasses apparently it's really you know it's not not terrible I've heard I've, it's not a bad film yeah, but I've not can, watched you, it yet you can't so, you can't yeah. get away from this sort of scandal and a follow up on last week Star Wars Rogue One I was saying yeah not great news the reshoot the saying that the actor uh, Iron Reach is that yeah, how you pronounce I his think name so, yeah. Yeah. who's playing the young Han Solo they're doing it to one of the reasons where they've been very coy about it but there are a lot of issues going on and he's the one of them is that it's to shoehorn a cameo appearance with him into it to foreshadow it is the problem i thought the point of having him mm-hmm. was that he'd be 10 years younger 
than Han Solo was when we met him. This is the very young Han Solo, the story of yeah. how he met Chewbacca and got to be who he was, yeah. yeah. So how can you have a cameo from him in that film when this movie takes place at best two weeks before Luke meets Han in Mos Eisley Spaceport? Yeah. Because they're just about to nick well, the it's, plans. Well, it's, it's meant to finish ten minutes before yeah. Star Wars. So how can he be playing Han Solo in it then? And that's a fact. They have filmed that. Yeah, that's. I mean, how they're going to shoot that on that in, I don't know. But, no, uh, I know. I know. It's just one of them. But also, a Brie Larson, one of my favourite actresses, to come out recently. Yeah, she's in Room. Amazing performance in Room. And she's in the frame for playing Captain Marvel, which is surprising, because that she's a very, uh, really strong actress, and you'd think she'd be wanting to do some more serious roles before she took on something commercial like that. Yeah, that's, but it's good that they... I think they realised that that's a good way of getting yeah. out there. And Anthony Hopkins joins Transformers. Yeah. Wow. What <laughs> that's is the opposite going? end. Jesus, you know, what, <laughs> Anthony, what's going on? I think he's going to just um, do a voice. Bloody hell. Is this like Orson Wells in the Transformers anime? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, or the um, P commercial. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen Mandrake. Yeah. What do you reckon? I don't know. I, mean, I, I think he's a bit... He looks like Mandrake. He's a bit odd, isn't he? You know, you he's know. an odd-looking guy. I don't know. He's actually not a bad actor, is he? When he's, being, he? when he's being serious. He was, was in uh, um, Sweeney Todd. Yeah. He was The one that I like, um, the Malay... Uh, uh, Hugo. Yeah, Hugo. He was all right in that. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't bad, was he? So, yeah, it's all right. Gillian Anderson's in American Gods as well. But did we talk about Sausage Party last week? I think we did. Yeah, well, I'm still excited. You're still, I'm not, you're I'm still not, wanting a Sausage Party? I'm still not. I'm still going to be looking forward to that film. Yeah. I don't know. I Mike just don't. wants his Sausage Party. So, do you want to end on the Horror Channel? A quick, quick plug for the Horror Channel for this weekend, because there's a couple of great films on. Uh, Saturday night at uh, five past eleven at the night, which, you know, everybody's you know just staggering in you're from gonna, the pub. You're going to get permission to stay up? I might do. I might uh, ask my mum. Yeah. Uh, there's a wonderful film called Prey, 1977 film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Norman J. Warren directed mm-hmm. it, who, yep. who I adore. He's a great bloke, a really nice bloke. Um, and it's like an alien film. Yeah. He comes down, he looks like a dog when he comes down, first of all. He's got like a snout and everything. What was on the VHS cover for this? Because it, it, it's he had, he me had mad. funny eyes. Yes. And it was just the top of his head. Yeah, I remember the cover. Yeah. That's what I remember. It was quite a, yeah. quite a shocking thing. Barry Stokes was the guy who played it. Right. Who was also in uh, Ups and Downs of a Handyman. And uh, and Spaced Out, which is another Norman J. Warren film. I've seen Spaced Out. Yeah, it's great. And? And Heart the Slayer. Yeah. But he was only an Axeman in that. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah we like them films. But yeah, this is a, a great film. Yeah. And it's well worth watching. Yeah. It's quite gory of its time but it's it's brilliant fantastic and on Sunday there is the legendary Pan's Labyrinth at 9 o'clock it is great that isn't it yeah do you, do you really yeah. like oh, that oh god yeah, yeah, no, yeah Guillermo del Toro's uh, tour de force I think I think that was him when he was absolutely at his very best and I still I still another one where David was asking earlier saying something that you said about didn't come about. I think he meant more that it'd be original, but I do think that sometimes there is that missing last movie for, or a missing continuation that would have been great. And and I'd be like, I thought Hellboy, at the end of Hellboy 2, there was a cracking 
it felt like there's another story mm. there that could be told and that the the characters in Hellboy I found fascinating and I did and I know it's not everybody's cup of tea but I found um the the the, the that's that's just like this marketplace full of of really crazy creatures in yeah. Hellboy 2 and I found that in every way uh, a really entertaining sort of modern day Moss Eisley spaceport mm. and cantina sort of thing he, his creatures are so well thought out yeah. and and I've got to say I really really wish he'd have done the hobbit yeah and that's another one. I think Del- that yeah. after we've seen the, all them yeah. films, yeah, definitely. Del Toro's Hobbit. There's another one for David Geldard. Del I think, Toro's I think they, Hobbit. Yeah, I think that was that's the one I would choose now. Yeah. Yeah, I know because I'm. I am never. I am never, ever, ever going to sit through those films ever again. No. Ever. No. They, they, Lord of the Rings, love them. Them never going to sit through them again. And and the fact that there are. Extended versions of them blows my mind. I yeah. cannot believe that anybody has ever gone. Oh, I want to watch another Half three quarters of an hour, <laughs> an hour of of those films that are like watching. It's like watching someone watching paint dry. Yeah, that's what. That's how bad they are. You know, they're they're just absolutely abysmal. Oh, before we go, can yep. we just mention that uh, John Boyega? Has got a Pacific Rim job. He has, yeah. It's funny, isn't it? You do, you you think you know people, and and then news like that turns up. Yeah, you know, it's absolutely it's a cheap bonkers. joke, but it's good. It's a terrible joke. I, I think Chris came up with that first. It was he a did. title of a thing or such and such. Get he did, he did. And every time someone got a role uh, on Pacific Rim, it was always oh, God, another one gets a rim job. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh dear, so... So I tip my hat to him. So, yes. And that indeed is the signal for us to depart. We've run a little bit later to uh, make up for the fact that we're, we're just bobbins. sort of knackered. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just keep having a look at the website and, and um, find out about the festival, find out about other stuff that's going on. Keep reading the magazine because yeah, the, it's good. The super early bird tickets will be off sale very soon, so get them now. Indeed. Quick. I've been Mike... And he's been Martin, and we will indeed be seeing you next week.
listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio, brought to you in association with Arrow Films.